Hello, this is Chris. Chris McLennan. Yes. This is Jay, Jay Michaels. Michaels. Hi, how are how you? How did you know that? Fine, and you? I, just, I could tell by your voice. I could almost see the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm on the line, then you are on the air. Or in this case, if my mustache is on the line, then you are on the air. Well, then it's a pleasure to be on the air with you and your mustache. You are most kind. You must be <laughs> up to your nose in monsters right about now. Oh, just about true. Yeah, it's been been pretty crazy. The coolest thing this weekend was I got to I got Mick Foley, the WWE hardcore legend, to do a promo for the Phoenix Fearcon for me. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Tell yeah. our, tell our listeners about Phoenix Fearcon. Oh, Phoenix Fearcon is the total event of the year here this year. It's a horror film festival and convention. It takes place over two days, starting this week, October eighteenth. 19. Uh, we've got screenings of films that have never before been seen, uh, mostly independent uh, shorts and some features. And this year we have a premiere, never been seen in the state of Arizona, of a movie called She Never Died, which is, looks fantastic. It's just beautiful. Um, so they get to see these films that nobody ever gets to see. We also have panel discussions. We have workshops. This year we have a zombie fashion show. We've got Aurelio <laughs> We've got Aurelio Voltaire who hasn't been to PeerCon in 10 years and he's a fantastic performer. So he'll be on stage as the headliner on Saturday night. He's well known, isn't he? Celebrities. He's, he's well known. Very well known. I, yeah, he's kind of like this uh, Renaissance man of performers. I thought so because when when I I, I was circulating some stuff on on FearCon, I, I had a couple people click there and say, "Oh, Voltaire, that's great, that's great." So so yeah, he has quite the following. So you're lucky to have him there. That's great. Everybody, yeah, he was at a FearCon about ten years ago, and and uh, so he and I share a lot of, like, the same kind of likes and dislikes, and he's a filmmaker, he makes these really good uh, stop-motion animation films, and he has a whole line of things that he makes himself, and he's a fantastic performer, and if anybody likes Star Wars and Star Trek, he has a whole album of parodies of both of those oh, that are just great. fabulous. Yeah, that's like the in thing now, with Harry Potter and... and, and 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 Fifty Shades of, of whatever, and there's so exactly. many parables out there. Oh, it's uh, so many yeah. uh, uh, parodies. It's great. Uh, so you're in charge of this whole thing, yes? Yeah, well, my husband and I started in 2006, and we've been doing it. We don't do it every year because it's seriously a hardcore event that takes a lot out of us. So we do it pretty much every other year. Um, this year we have uh, the 50th anniversary of a movie that was a cult thing called I Drink Your Blood, and so we're going to screen that movie, and then we've got the four people that, that are left alive that starred in it uh, that are going to be here, so it'll be their 50th anniversary reunion, and so oh, they'll be so there cool. the, to do Q&A and autographs and photos, photo ops with their fans, and so that'll be fun for them. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong, that was part of a double feature when it first came out, I Drink Your Blood, I Eat Your Skin? I Eat Your Skin and I Drink Your Blood, oh. and uh, yeah, and it's like we were screening it the other day to test the, the the DVD, make sure that it worked. And it's just I watched it again, and I was like, ah, oh, this movie is hardcore, seriously. And then Jim and I are sitting there going, ah, uh, don't worry, no real rats were used; these are stunt rats. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but it was the sixties; they didn't care. So it was just you know, it's just like a lot of gore, a lot of horror, and and it was one of the few, I think, one of the first movies, I think, at that time to receive an X rating based on violence rather than nudity. Really? 
Yeah. That was yeah. that was done in the fifties a great deal actually when Hammer Films first came to New York. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of rating services because back then to see to see cleavage and fangs was a little too much for for our sensibility. It was just, well, especially a lot of the Hammer films did, had a lot of bizarre gore, but and they also had like a ton of sex in them. So it was oh, just, yeah. yeah, I can see. Yeah, the originals yeah. ironically did too. Oh well, yeah, Hammer films. Uh, great. <laughs> Now you say we. You say we. Who's the we? Uh, we is my husband and I. We founded a gym and I and it's like we used to go to film festivals all the time and I would and over the years because we ran a magazine. It was a fanzine called Trash City and we used to do film festival reviews, any kind of pop culture thing. We would review it and so we were invited to all these festivals and at each festival I started making a list. If I had a film festival, I would have this. I don't have to, because I kept getting bored at these film festivals. Like, why is it just films? Why can't we have other things? So ours is like a whole experience. Plus, we make the trophies for the film festival, which are super cool. I saw those trophies. They're uh, gorgeous. Thank you. And then the winners of our film festival also, uh, which is rare in festivals, they get a distribution contract for global distribution of their movies. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, now you started this in 2006. Yeah, in this teeny tiny little art gallery called the Paper Heart, which is now defunct, but it was like, uh, the place held like 80 people, and like 150 people showed up, so we, we knew we had something at that point that people were interested in. I think you had more than, uh, uh, than, than you imagined, because I'm trying to remember, there are a lot of film festivals uh, uh, out there now that are part of conventions, and I have a feeling you started it all. It's possible. It's possible because we just wanted to have more. We wanted it to be a festival, but we wanted it to be kind of an experience that people wouldn't forget. There's and so the people don't forget it, the filmmakers don't forget it because they have this opportunity, Holy which they'll never a, get. A distribution yeah. contract. That's gorgeous. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking there's a whole bunch of, of, of horror film festivals in New Jersey that are part of conventions. But I don't mm-hmm. think they're as old as yours, so I think I think you're a founder when you get right down to it. We were, yeah, we were, we were, we were there at the, we were like, yeah, we're the old school, and but we just really loved just adding like new things this year with the. Well, we've had the fashion show before, but um, this year we're, when we open our bar, it's going to be all the drinks in blood bags. So that's different. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I it was hilarious. And we've got a lot of cosplayers coming, which is cool. That's that's like the convention aspect, and we've got a lot of vendors that are going to be here. We also support the art, artist community, so there's a ton of artists. And one of the artists who does all of his work in metal made our VIP badges. looks like a, a, a horrific Alice in Wonderland image that he created our VIP badges out of metal, and oh, they're gorgeous. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. Now, now yeah. you're at Sun Studios, yes? It's going to be yes, in the the gorgeous Sun Studios. The second time we're doing the FearCon at the gorgeous Sun Studios, of all the places that we've been to, this one is the most perfect for us because it has the two sound stages that we can use. It's got a perfect screening theater in here, and it's got lots of space for our vendors and, and lots of space for our um, the guests to come running around and take pictures outside we're going to have all the display cars we've got the car from supernatural the ghostbuster vehicle the umbrella corporation the raccoon city cars a zombie blood car is coming this year that is going to be set up with uh with a huge blood bag i guess next to it that anybody wants to come and bloody up the car is welcome to do it so that'll be a big photo up oh that's so funny Mm-hmm. This, sound, this sounds like it's absolutely gorgeous. Now, now you say it's the second year. 
How is uh, I, by the fact you're doing it the, again? It's the second time. The second time. Studios. Yeah. How was it yeah, the first I mean, time? We've had How it was, tons of other rest. Yeah, we've, it was pretty good the first time here. I mean, it was, it, there were a lot of logistical problems because it was new and different, and we had a different team. Uh, but it's still. Me, I always look at things from behind the scenes, so I see all the problems, but the people that come to the event don't see that, and my biggest concern is, is everyone going to be happy when they're here? So we got a lot of really positive feedback from the fans who attended, from the vendors who were here, uh, the performers that were here, and we've got the agents of Lust performing this year who do the, the grinding and the fire, and we put them outside because now he told me that he can spray a fire stream that's about 35 feet from oh his mouth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so we want to make sure everybody has a good time. So first time, we kind of needed to work out some bugs, but nobody noticed, which is great. And this year, I think we've got all the bugs and all the kinks worked out. What, what, what made you do it? I, I've, I've been part of, like, theater festivals that have nearly killed me, so I'm trying to imagine a film festival and convention. I, I, what made you do it? What, what made you say, I think I'm going to go on a suicide run right now? Right? Well, which is why we don't do it every year. But it's a, like, originally, as I said, when we had Trash City Magazine, and we used to get invited to all these film festivals, and they were boring to me. So, I, I mean, I, yes, we watch the films. Yes, they're new. Yes, they're different. But they, they, it never went anywhere from there. So that I started making a list at every festival that we went to. If I had a festival... I would have this, or I would have this, and I would have this. When the list went down to about 15 items, Jim was like, and Darren, here at Sun Studios, because I've known Darren for all, all going on 20 years. The guy who owns Sun Studios owned a company called Brain Damage Films, which is all horror movies, and he mm -hmm. told me, why don't you do a festival that's horror festival, and he came up with the name Phoenix Fear Film Festival, so PFFF. <laughs> <laughs> so and so we did it using all of my my list of items i want all of these things and and that's why we had it in a very small gallery who let us do it there and it looked like it was definitely going to work for us um so we went from there and we says yeah well let's take a year off and plan it a little better and then after that we went to i want to say chandler cinemas which is another big movie theater let us do it there a couple of times and then the madcap theaters let us do it there in tempe one year in Tempe at the Madcap Theaters. It was during the rapture, you know, that year that they said that May 21st was going to be the rapture. Everybody was going to be left behind. I remember it well, thing. yes. Anyway, we had all of our volunteers put a whole bunch of clothing out on Mill Avenue, like as if somebody disappeared holding the flyer to Fearcon <laughs> in their hands. So it was all these like sets of clothes all along Mill Avenue holding the Fearcon flyer on May 21st. That's when we had the event. I was like, I brought in a whole bunch of people, but it was just such a really good gimmick. It was awesome. That's really, we have so many people coming, but unfortunately they've all been sucked up by the rap. They've all been sucked up, and the only ones that stayed here are all the sinners who came to Fearcon. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's quite the night, let me tell you. Now, now, Darren and Brain Damage Films, am I guessing that he has something to do with the distribution prize? Well, he owns a few distribution companies. One of them is a Court International and Maxim Media and Brain Damage Films. And so, yes, they are the sponsor of the FearCon for the distribution end of it. So whoever wins is offered a contract by a Court International for distribution. And also now that they launched Terror TV, they also have the opportunity to have their films put in as content on this Terror TV channel. That is terrific. Oh, good. Then, then at some point I'll hopefully get a chance to meet them. Um, oh my gosh, yes, yeah. If, if you could come down here for FearCon, then you, some of the filmmakers are actually going to be here uh, for Q&A. 
I, I wish I could. Now, now for the mm-hmm. for for us lowly folk, uh, five hours by plane away from such a great event. Do we get? A, is there a way we can see the films after the event? Is there a? a is it? It's definitely going to be on Terror TV, so we can see all these films then. Well, all these films, no. This, which is why I say film the festivals winners. are such the winners. Yes, yeah. they will. They will probably uh, the winners will be on Terror TV. We're going to also any of the other really really good shorts will probably get offered some kind of content um, distribution thing on Terror TV because they're always looking for good content. And I tell you, independent filmmakers they put their blood, sweat, and tears into their project, even knowing that. There's a chance that nobody's ever going to see this project. So we try very, very hard to make sure that other people are going to get the opportunity to see it, not just the people that come to FearCon. You guys are so amazing. I've, I've been speaking to a lot of indie horror filmmakers on my mm-hmm. podcast lately, and they're all saying the same thing. They have this amazing idea. It's telling a story. It's, mm-hmm. it's bringing a parable to life through this cautionary tale. And, and mm-hmm. so many of them are saying, I'm just happy that I can see it, that, that, that I did this film. The fact that you're giving oh, yeah, them this, this leg even, up is amazing. It's even better. Absolutely. It's even better that they have this opportunity to not not only show it to the festival crowd, but possibly get it onto a, 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 a horror channel that specializes in this type of film. And and that's the thing about Terror TV, from, from, from my own meanderings onto the channel, because of course I'm a member. Uh, of course. Uh, it's, they're, they're really brilliant, because they're all indie filmmakers. These are people, you know, you, it, so many of these horror channels, okay, I'm going to go and see Night of the Living Dead again. I'm going to see this again. There's so many of these almost public domain movies. You could see them anyway. You could see them on YouTube. What, what Terror TV seems to do is, is grab these indie filmmakers. So you're seeing, you're seeing something so rare, so exclusive. It's, it's such a pleasure to sit there and watch those movies. I can't wait to see the ones that, that win, that win those amazing yeah. trophies from your, from your, uh, from your convention. Yeah, our trophies are cool, but yeah, and all of the fans are really cool. And especially when the filmmakers come here, they are happy as all get out to to be able to answer the questions directly from the fans. Oh, that's great! That's great. It's, yeah, it's such a validation to them also to to have fans. Yeah. What's What's the wildest thing that ever now now uh, any kind of horror film or horror convention always has some wackiness in there somewhere? What's What's that one memory if someone said, well, what's the wackiest thing that ever happened? What happened to oh, you? That, I have a, a, quite a few really good ones, but the one that really stands out is we had a, a FearCon one year inside the Ultrastar Cinemas, which is a proper movie theater. It had like uh, 10 screens in there, but the theater would only give us six of their screens and the lobby area, and they kept two, two of their screen screening rooms for that week was the premiere of a thing called uh, Transylvania Hotel, which is like a kids' film. Oh yes, yes, and yes. and I told her, "Damn that! Hey, yeah, it's, we'll just keep our our people separate from yours." I'm like, "Fine," but that year I had the United Zombies of America and the Corpse Crew <laughs> doing a whole entire zombie walk inside the theater, along with the Department of Zombie Defense, who are like these guys that dress up like SWAT team that are there to kill zombies. Oh my you know, their logo says, if it's dead, we'll kill it. That's what, you know, so they're set up in the lobby in a big perimeter. The zombies are walking through the hallway. I mean, and these people are masters of makeup, okay? So they're going through the hallway, and all these little kids are standing in line with their parents to see this Hotel Transylvania movie, and they're screaming with all these, like, creatures walking through the hallway, and then they come down the stairs into the lobby where the Department of Zombie Defense is waiting for them, and then they have this all-out 
war in the lobby in front of all these people and they're freaking out and then one of the zombies jumps on top of one of the department of zombie defense guys and she starts biting him so he falls to the floor she falls to the floor they kill her and then he's like with his hand up in the air help me help me and then all his own guys kill him (laughs) he's gonna turn and all these families are freaking out and the manager suddenly comes up behind me very 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 close to my ear and she's screaming in my ear what the hell is going on here and I'm like, uh, it's a horror, this horror thing. I told you that it was going to be like this. And uh, I told her, she said a lot of people walked out. They had a refund their money. And I told her that I would reimburse her at the end of the night for however many people walked out. And at the end of the night, I went up to her and said, yeah, what do I owe you? And she said, nothing. Um, and, and it was because there were so many people there that they had to restock their concessions twice. Wow. So that's where movies make their money. Uh, so, duh. Yeah. So she, yeah, we restocked the, the concessions twice. You don't have to pay us. But that freaked everybody out in that place. So because of you, there's about a thousand children somewhere who are going through therapy. Who are traumatized. Because all they want to do is see a bloody little show. Kids movie on the day of my event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other one was that they found uh, they arrested a serial killer that they caught by from a cold case at one of my fear cons. He was there displaying his uh, his killer car, <gasps> and then they arrested him based on his DNA from a cold case from like twenty something years ago, where or more than that, like thirty something years ago, where some women were found decapitated in a park here in Scottsdale, <sighs> and they ended up finding his DNA from a I guess from a recent arrest where he was released. And um, put it together and arrested him at the FearCon. I'm 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 speechless at this. So so you had a real monster at, at a real monster at our monster event, yeah. Oh, real and he was he was caught there at the convention. Well, I think they waited until like the convention was over. Oh, it's sure. just like they were just watching him the whole time, and then they arrested him. Like, I'm sure that he that he thought he was fine because these people they have a mentality where they just you know well I just got away with it. And it's 20 years, so I guess he thinks, okay, fine. Yeah. Who cares now? Who cares now? And oh, my God. It's over the way. And one of my friends were like, damn, how many serial killers do you know? You know, just sitting there, like, counting. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm, I I sit here arrogantly in New York and say, oh, well, you know, I'm part of Comic-Con and, and, and Chiller Theater and all of this. So, no way, man. Oh, my God. What goes on in Arizona is bloody incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, you know, it's just, you never know what you're going to run into. We always have a really good amount of people that come out that are just brilliant. I mean, it's just always the same people that come out here that everyone knows. It's like a, a very, very close-knit family of horror fans. And oh, so they all come out here and it's just, it's a great event. When I went to the city to get our permits and they're all like, well, you know, do you have security to check bags and check for weapons and, and pad them down and do this thing? And I'm like, what? That's never necessary at my event, but they're insisting that we that we check all that because I don't know why. I guess because of the I guess of the way things are now. Yeah, that they're expecting that. Yeah, you know, I hate to say it, you, the the real world is a lot more terrifying than uh, yeah than, than anything horror, you can muster. Yes. World. Exactly. It's just it's strange. It's scary. 
but at the same time, I'm very confident that it's gonna that the event is gonna be wonderful. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's gonna be amazing, and I can't wait to hear all about it when I when <laughs> I see you again in November. So oh, if yeah. if someone wants to make the trek out there, they go to phoenixsteercon.com. Right. And if someone wants to see the winners of these and they can't get out there, then they go to terrortv.com, yes? Well, they can check on phoenixfearcon.com. Uh, you know, we'll be, after the event, for the winners, we'll be sending out links to, like, their trailers and all that stuff. And actually, on our website, they can see trailers to a lot of the films. And then the other films uh, eventually will probably work their way into Terror TV. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Any trailers or anything that you have, please feel free to send to me. I would love to to spread the good word. And, oh, I will. And yeah. who knows? There might be another serial killer in there somewhere. It's just it's just strange. Yeah, and and it's just like it's always when they say, uh, "Oh yeah, he was always very quiet. It was very nice." And, and these people that we knew were always like, "Oh yeah, very quiet, very nice." Oh yeah, but, uh, you know. The son of Sam went to my high school, and that was yeah. the one thing they all said. Oh, he was a lovely boy. Oh, good. School that. Tell me your high school? Uh, Christopher Columbus High School. That's right. You and I are Bronxites. Yes. No, and I, I actually went to high school in Queens at Newtown. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Weird. A lot of strange people at that place. Oh, yeah. my God. You Well, you, uh, it's New York. Hello. It's the boroughs. Hello. Yeah. That's true, it's true, it's true. Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, phoenixfearcon.com is the website. It's a great event if anyone is in the Arizona area. We're hooked up with the Town Suites Hotel. Uh, they give out special rates to the people that are attending FearCon. It's, it's funny. I was, I was looking at my Facebook, and two buddies of mine right now are vacationing in uh, Arizona, so I'm going to send them the link. And, and if they're around for a while, then they, they need to go to the place for for fear and fright in Arizona. Fear and fright. Yep. This exactly. is the place. This is the place. Chris, right. it is a pleasure speaking to you as always. I look forward to seeing you again in November and I want to hear all the joyous details and wild horror Thank stories. You. Take it from oh, there. Uh, you will from uh, from Phoenix FearCon. Have a great time and and Thank you. and and be well and, and and I'll make sure all our listeners know exactly how to get over there. Appreciate you, Jay. You are the best. Thank a you. Anytime. I'll talk to you okay, soon. Okay, take care. Ciao. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.